Welcome to What's Happening. I'm your host, Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Elise. Today, we'll be talking about why do people hate love? Would yeah. you like to start us off? Sure. Um. So, it's kind of confusing whenever it comes to the word love. That's thrown around so much, a lot of meanings, and it's just like love, kindness, affection, sensitive, attunement, respect, companionship. That's what we think of whenever we hear love. And it's not only difficult to find love, but it's even more challenging for people to accept it and tolerate it. And um, some people, this is not all people, but some people react angrily when loving responses were directed towards them. And it's like, why do people hate love? You know, it's a big question. And there's a lot of reasoning behind it. And it's just like, so here's an example. One man flushed and angered at his wife when she said she was worried about him riding his bike in an unsafe neighborhood. Even though he knew that she was not being controlling or, or judgmental, he despite being aware that her apprehension was based on the fact that she really loved him and valued him, he felt raged. So in that example, why was he so mad whenever she was just trying to take care and make sure he was safe? It's almost like maybe he's not used to it. And that's the thing with love and finding new love. It's like when you're not used to something, it all depends on your childhood, how it was in your childhood is how you know how to love because that's how you grew up. That's how you figured out your first intentions on love. So yeah and it's, it's yeah. mainly about perspective because some people is because of the way they were brought up some people just don't feel like indulging themselves into a relationship because they know they have issues and they don't want to put somebody else through that yeah. so i just feel like we're at a day and age where people are starting to realize how how many problems they have yeah and you know from a personal perspective, I, I can kind of relate to that because it's it's hard. Like you can be out here and still have feelings for somebody, but not want to be with said person because you just don't want to hurt them or risk hurting but them. But why do you think that you would hurt them? Like what is wrong with you? It's something from your past? I'm not, kind of, like you, you said that some people don't like like affection. Let's say you have somebody who, because you, of how they yeah. were brought up, they don't, every time they get affection, they see it as a sign of something bad is gonna happen, right? Yeah. And you could have somebody issues. who is, didn't get affection as a child, so that causes them to crave it. Yeah, dearly. that also can happen too. So let's say you put two opposites like that together. The over-affectionate person, is most definitely gonna even if they don't have any ill intentions they're going to push that other person away because that other person just doesn't know how to deal with all that yeah that's why you definitely shouldn't try to force a relationship you should definitely wait until another person's on the same level make sure you understand but it's not even a matter of forcing it's just think about yeah. it some people are just adhd if they're if they're in that type of relationship with somebody they must like the person so when you get around that person you get excited and what little control you would normally have on your adhd is pretty much lost at that point so you don't you don't mean anything bad by what you're trying to do you're just trying to express yourself yeah but then at the same time you are unconsciously pushing that person further and further away from you 
Yeah. And that does another level of emotional damage because although you're not trying to hurt that person, you're doing it. Yeah. And they don't mean to do that, and they don't intend on doing that whenever they're pushing away, but it's just they're no, like, they're not ready for it. Like, they want it, but they probably want to go slower just to be careful, take footsteps, just walk on eggshells a little bit just to not hurt the other person, just so they won't get hurt. Just It must be just past experiences that will change, like, the rest of their relationships like that. It's just... You... Like I said before, you just got to look at other people's perspectives because that's mainly what it's about. Yeah. So being love arouses sadness and painful feelings from the past. Being treated with love and tenderness arouses a kind of sadness that many people struggle to block out. Close moments with a partner can activate memories of painful childhood experiences, fear of abandonment, and feelings of loneliness from the past. People are afraid of being hurt in the same ways that they were hurt as a child. As child, so. And I can speak on this matter personally because I used to have. Not even going to get into all that, but let's just say I had a friend. This friend did not have a great childhood. Her mom had to constantly work just to provide for their family. Her dad was, you know, always there when he was never there when she needed him, but always there when she didn't. You feel me? Yeah. And it's just that within itself did something to her. Then her mother, on top of working two jobs every time she was home, didn't act like a mother to her daughter. So she just block everything like that out Mm -hmm. and it's just exactly and then you don't it's just messed up the way your parents treat you and you don't realize it and it's just it will affect you later if you don't understand how messed up that parents put on you it's not even parents though it's just like i said you got to look at it from other people's perspectives they act the way they do because of how they were brought up. Yeah. It's not necessarily their fault, but at the same time... You can end the you, cycle, though. You got to take some accountability. Mm-hmm. You got to take the first step. And that's the... I just feel like a lot of people nowadays, they just don't feel like doing it anymore. They see no reason or purpose to indulge themselves in love because what psychological piece you'd already have, you risk losing that and i can understand yeah so when people have been hurt they feel that if they accept love into their life the world as they have experienced it would be shattered and they would not know who they are being valued or seen in a positive light is confusing because it conflicts with the negative self-concept that many people from within their family and the development process children idolize their parents of their expenses as part of psychological survival methodics. This identization process is inextricably maintaining an image of oneself as bad or deficient. However painful it may be, people are somehow willing to accept failure or rejection because these are um, harmless with the negative view of themselves. So sometimes, like, say someone really wants to be with you, but sometimes you just feel like they might be too good enough for you or you don't deserve it. Like they just have, you could tell someone they're beautiful a hundred times, but 
they're not going to believe it because until they believe it in yourself and that's just one that's thing. something i can really relate with because me personally i understand what it's like to hate yourself i've hated myself for 19 years and I, i've tried working on it and it hasn't gotten better it and the worst part about it is people will go out here and give me compliments and don't get me wrong i appreciate yeah i appreciate when people compliment me because that's not something i get a lot so when i hear it it does make me you know feel good but at the same time i have tendencies where i'm like <laughs> yeah i laugh and i joke it off and i'm like yeah no and it just and it just don't believe I, i've seen what is what it's like in relationships and it causes the other person to just be like you know what's the point in complimenting you at this point yeah. like i said before you can see yourself you don't mean any ill will but you can see yourself pushing that person further and further away from you that does another level of hurt yeah it's messed up and accepting being loved in reality disconnects people from a fantasy bond with their parents early in life children develop fantasies of being fused with the parent and primary caregiver um for what emotionally missing in their environment the image connection offers a sense of safety particularly gratifies the children's needs and reliefs painful feeling of emotional deprivation and rejection this fantasy persist into adult life. Although it may be largely inconsistent as a result, the hurt individual maintains a sense of independence and attitude as they can take care of themselves without a need for others. So basically, you're gonna be, it's kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like if your parents aren't there for you and don't love you, you tend to have to do it for yourself. Like you become an independent person and then you just make it to where you just don't even need anybody. Like what's the point of having a boyfriend? What's the point of having anybody? Cause nobody was even there for me in the beginning. So why should I try to be with anybody now? Or why are people trying to be with me now? It really can mess you up a little bit in the head and people, other people look at you and be like, wow, she's such a, a, a bitch. But like, it's just because people yeah, I don't know. And I understand. You know, life itself just breaks you in ways that you can't always back bounce back, bounce back from. You feel me? But I think the most important thing is if somebody does really want to be in a committed relationship, the most important things to remember are you need to communicate you need to try to understand this person and their perspective because mm -hmm. you cannot sit here and judge somebody until you walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah. So, and on top of that, you have to be patient. You can't just expect something to happen right off the bat. Yeah, for sure. And with all of this stuff, like bad things that do happen, just try to remember that that builds the person that you are and the person that you'll be in the future. Like that's what someone told me. They were like, you know, with all the crappy stuff that happens in your life, at least that makes you the person that you are today. It makes you stronger. It makes you see things differently. It turns you around and tells you what you want to be in life and what you don't want to be like in life. So I just try to remember that and how much I just want to change because I see how much bull crap happens in the world and parents and people and it's just, so I just try to remember to stay positive and do the right thing. Honestly, and I just feel like a lot of, you know, people our age are starting to get to the point to where 
we're starting to go through existential crises. Like we are confused about who we are as people, where we want to go, and where to go from here. Like we just don't know. Like things really be hard, but you just gotta give it time. Yeah. Now me, I, I know it's hard. I, I trust me. I know it's hard, but you just you gotta take it one day at a time. Yeah. And thank you for listening to the podcast. We got pretty deep today. Good. good we'll talk. see you on the next one. Enjoy. Thank you. We outie.